to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Thank you, everyone who is joining us here this morning. Thank you for answering the call to be. We thank you on this joyous Sunday morning for joining us here on Facebook Live. And here in Portland, the sun is shining, the air is clear, and so we bring that mental sunshine to you this morning. So whether you're here on Facebook Live or joining us later this week on our weekly podcast or through our ever-evolving YouTube community, Thank you for choosing Portland Center for Spiritual Living as your source of spiritual nourishment. And thank you to licensed practitioner Catherine Richer, who shared with us in her opening statement, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are welcome here. And so today we're concluding and wrapping up our exploration of Sean Aker's book, Big Potential. I love that name, Big Potential. And the subtitle, How Transforming the Pursuit of Success Raises Our Achievement, Happiness, and Well-Being. And so it's been an exciting month for Reverend Larry has taken us on several adventures as we've explored five seeds of success as outlined in Sean's book, Big potential. So in week one, Reverend Larry took us on an adventure of the first seed of success, which is to surround yourself with excellence. And he anchored that message with the story of fireflies in a tropical forest. And if we remember the message, it was that one firefly starting flicking its light. And pretty soon, in unison, there was a united light show. Now, there was a hidden message in that, and that was that these were male fireflies and that in that united light show, they were more successful in finding their mate. So imagine if we're choosing to shine our light and then allow space for everyone else to shine their light imagine how successful we can be. So yes, Surround Yourself with Excellence was Reverend Larry's first adventure looking at big potential. And then in week two, oh, we were introduced to the star system. And Reverend Larry shared with us that magic that Hollywood created basically for survival because it was introducing an emerging industry and the whole purpose of developing the star system was so that everyone shined and it would gain public acceptance. So I'm asking you to think constellation in a constellation every star shines. So that was our second adventure. And then when we got to week three, and we were looking at the third and fourth seeds, well, this is one of my favorite. It was all about praising and looking away from negativity. So anyone that knows me knows I love praise and raise. 
And so when I think of the fourth and fifth seeds, I think of praise and raise. And I think of a term that Eric Butterworth shared with us called purling. In spiritual economics, he said, if there's an irritant in our life, become like an oyster. Settle down, be calm, and start making a pearl. And so that's our adventures that we've been on so far over the last three weeks. Now, all of those adventures were on the process of growth. This week, we shift to how do we sustain that growth. So in the past, we've looked at how do we go through the process of growth. And then once that we started building momentum, how do we sustain that momentum? And that's the focus that we're going on today is the fifth seed, which is sustain gains. And our author shares three specific areas that we're going to explore. He talks about finding meaning, using vivid description, and then something that I love to do, and that is to celebrate wins. And he says this is all important, all three of these, for from a collective perspective. So this isn't a solo act. Remember the fireflies. They were more successful when they all acted in unison. So let's begin by identifying meaning, our first strategy. How do we find meaning in our daily activities? Those things that we do day in and day out, what gives us meaning? What ignites the spark so that we can keep on keeping on when we encounter challenges? Well, many of us are familiar with the story of three bricklayers. One is just simply laying bricks, another is building a wall, and a third has the big picture vision of building a cathedral. And some of us may be familiar with a 20th century version of this story, and that is of the late President John F. Kennedy when he was touring the NASA um, buildings. And he happened to see an individual who was mopping the floor. He went up to this individual and he said, what is your job here at NASA? And the person's response was, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. So imagine how we can take a day-to-day activity and have true meaning and purpose. It's not just mopping the floor. It's not just laying bricks. It's the big picture. It's putting a man on the moon. It's building a cathedral. So what is it in our life? And Sean Aker encourages us to look at how can we find meaning in our life, in that which we do daily. But I think for me, because ever since I was little, I always asked the question, why? Why is that true? Well, we know that Ernest Holmes had a penchant and affinity for Ralph Waldo Emerson. So I found a why to why identifying meaning in our life is important. And here's a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Finish every day and be done with it. You have done what you could. Some blunders and absurdities no doubt crept in. Forget them as fast as you can. Tomorrow is a new day. You shall begin it well and serenely and with too high a spirit to be cumbered with your old 
nonsense. And so here's the importance of identifying meaning in what we do on a day-to-day basis. It allows us to begin each day with too high a spirit to be cumbered with our old nonsense. And if we look at the news headlines in the media right now, we know that there is so much old nonsense that it's time for us to let go so that we can enter this new day with high spirit. So what Sean Aker is telling us is that to build momentum, to sustain those gains, it's important that we identify meaning in our life. And the why is so that we can go forward unencumbered by our old nonsense. And so the second strategy that Sean Aker shares with us for sustaining the gains and building collective momentum is he talks about using vivid direction. And one of the things that I read in Science of Mind magazine this morning was by Reverend Jane Beach. And the affirmation was, I am an ambassador of mental sunshine. Now, isn't that a vivid description? I am an ambassador of mental sunshine, for we know in science of mind, we always share and hold out the hope and promise that we can transform our life simply by changing our mind. So we have the power to use our mental energy to rehearse our success rather than feed our fear. And one of the ways that we can do this We teach many spiritual practices. One is visioning, visualization, vision boards, treasure mapping. But one of my favorites is spiritual mind treatment. And yes, I'm teaching a class on it this fall. But I want to share a true story about the power of spiritual mind treatment and where we can use vivid description in spiritual mind treatment. One of the first opportunities I had six years ago when I became a licensed practitioner was to TA the foundations class. For any of us that have taken foundations, we know it's kind of the buffet of science of mind where we learn spiritual principles and the many, many spiritual tools that can help us transform our life. Well, on one particular day, the topic was spiritual mind treatment. And so this is a true story, and I have permission to share the story about how we can use spiritual mind treatment to transform our life. The students were all writing their spiritual mind treatments, and they were sharing. And when we get to step three, step one is is recognition of the one power. Step two is unifying with it, for we know that we are of spirit. And then step three is where we describe in vivid detail, that which we want, with words that evoke passion and feeling, because science of mind teaches thought plus feeling equals demonstration. So when we get to step three, it's about what's the vivid description. So one individual volunteered to share the spiritual mind treatment. So thank you, Albert, for giving me permission to share this story. So the first pass was kind of erudite statements. They sounded good, but it was obvious that there wasn't a passion for the words. And so the instructor prodded a little bit and said, what do you really want, Albert? And so we did another pass, and it became with a little bit more feeling. 
still wasn't that brilliant breakthrough. So we did another pass. And there, there was a little bit of hesitation. And all of a sudden, Albert shouted out, my life is freaking awesome. The entire class started laughing. And in that moment, the feeling, the it was electric. We all understood freaking awesome. And from there, Reverend Sharon asked him, okay, so freaking awesome. How? What does freaking awesome look like with your health? What does freaking awesome look like with your wealth? What does freaking awesome look like in your relationships? And we just kept winnowing it down and winnowing it down until every single statement conveyed and evoked that emotion of freaking awesome. And so in what way? Can you use vivid description to describe that which you desire in your life? In what way can you find the words that describe what you really want so that you feel it, so that it's real? Because the author tells us, I mean, he talks a lot about visualization. The more real it is in our imagination, the quicker the results reveal themselves in our life. So what can we do to use vivid description to create frickin' awesome lives? I just love that phrase, frickin' awesome. All right, so then the third strategy that Sean shares with us is to celebrate wins. And he talks about not just celebrating our own wins, but celebrating the wins of others. And he shares three specific things. One, he says, celebrate the small things. And I remember in ministerial school being in what we called a collaborative project. And one of the participants in my small group had never done a PowerPoint before. And none of us knew this. But one day, she just sent out the first draft of her first ever PowerPoint. And she was so excited, and she just said, doesn't matter if we use this or not, but this is my first ever PowerPoint. So when we got to our Zoom meeting that week, of course, we were celebrating this success. And what her enthusiasm did was it sparked enthusiasm in all of us. It was the most freaking awesome PowerPoint when we got to the final project that uh, at the end of that class. So her enthusiasm celebrating her baby step gave us momentum and helped to sustain the gain that the team made. The other thing that uh, Sean Aker encourages us to do is to celebrate strengths. How many of us have ever received a performance appraisal that did sort of a yaya on what we did well, but spent so much time on those opportunities for enhancement? Well, what Sean Aker says is that we need to switch that around. We need to elevate the strengths of our team members, elevate the strengths of that which we're really good at. And one of the things I found in ministerial school was that when we were doing team projects, I didn't have to know how to do it all. It was like, what am I good at? And that it was more fun engaged in a project 
when I could focus on what I was good at, what I liked to do, what brought me joy, than if I had to do all these other things that I didn't like to do, that I wasn't very good at. And as a result of each person focusing on their strength, each person was able to make a contribution. The other and third thing that Sean encourages us to do in order to celebrate wins is he shared a story called Celebrate You and Celebrate Me. It's a way of encouraging every member of a team to celebrate the best or something meaningful in with one of their colleagues and to acknowledge and celebrate the best and something meaningful about themselves. Because Sean shares with us that Yes, it's important to celebrate the wins of others. And it's also important to celebrate our wins if each of us is going to express big potential. So it's called Celebrate You and Celebrate Me. And for me, This inspired me to close today's message with one of my all-time favorite poems called I Know Something Good About You. But before we do that, I just want to do a quick summary of where we've been. We looked at four seeds that led up to the process of growth. And so just remember, fireflies, star system, praise and raise, and pearling. Those are the four anchors for those seeds. Then we looked at how do we sustain the momentum we've built? How do we sustain our gains? And that is through three things. And that is identify meaning, use vivid description as in frickin' awesome, and celebrate wins. And so in closing, I want to bring us to the I know something good about you. And the reason that I chose to close this is because the affirmation for this week on our website was I view myself as a part of the divine union of all things. It's a quote by Ernest Holmes from this thing called you. And I think in these times when there's so much violence, there's so much anger, there's so much um, angst, uh, division, separation, that it's time that we looked at we are part of the divine union of all things. And so I share this poem, I Know Something Good About You, written by Louis Shimon in 1935. And so I just invite you to kind of go within and hear these words. Wouldn't this old world be better if the folks we meet would say, I know something good about you, and then treat us just that way? Wouldn't it be fine and dandy if each hand, clasped warm and true, carried with it this assurance, I know something good about you? Wouldn't things here be more pleasant if the good that's in us all were the only things about us that people bothered to recall? Wouldn't life be lots more happy if we'd praise the good we see? For there's such a lot of goodness in the worst of you and me. Wouldn't it be nice to practice this fine way of thinking too? You know something good about me. I know something good about you. 
Let us pray. Right here, in this now moment, bringing our full attention and our full awareness to the creative power of now, recognizing that one power, that one presence, the love and the law, the truth behind all that is seen and all that is unseen. It is that expansive, limitless potential. And I am of it. I am of this divine creator, this creator that creates in the pattern of perfection, this creator that gives of itself to itself in the form of its creation. It gives fully. And I know that I am of it. And as I know I am of it, I know that each person here and each person that is with us on Facebook Live and each person that joins us on our podcasts and on our YouTube channel, each person is an individualized expression of that perfection. And so right here, right now, I claim and affirm, I claim and affirm that there is only the one and it is expressed as big potential in through and as each individual. This big potential shines through like the firefly that is willing to light its light and in so doing, encourage and be a beacon for others to shine and to create that united light show. And I claim and affirm that each person is a star in a constellation of stars, and that each star has its own constellation, and that star system reveals big potential, and that each person goes forward praising all the good that they see, praise and raise, and in so doing, turns from the face of adversity and settles down and pearls so that they begin to create something of value from any irritant, from any adversity. And as this momentum is built, gains are sustained by finding meaning and purpose in life. Life is so full of good. And there is that finding meaning and purpose in our everyday actions. There's a willingness to dig deep, to answer what is it I really want, and to use vivid description. Life is freaking awesome, and it is expressing in, through, and as each individual. And there is a willingness to be mental sunshine in a world that so needs all the light we can shine. And so this is the truth of each being, the light that lights up the world. And I'm so grateful for this truth, that God is all there is. God is fully present and expressing big potential through each and every person. It is love. It is light. And so I place this word, this creative power into the activity and action of the law, knowing with 
absolute certainty that it is done. And so I let it be, blessed be, and so it is. And I thank each of you again for joining us. And now is our time of conscious contribution. This is a time where we have that opportunity to give our treasure to sustain Portland Center for Spiritual Living so that we can go forth and expand this circle of love, healing, and empowerment. For that's what we do here. We share truth principles so that it goes out into the world. So I invite you to go to Tithely to send a check. The address is on our website to uh, use PayPal and to share whatever it is that you can give at this time. For we know that as we give, so do we receive. And we are so grateful and so blessed for all of your support. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.